Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I want to talk about food some more because this is one of the issues where we are um, we're really paying very close attention. When you have the inflation rate, the food inflation rate, outpacing the general inflation rate for 10 or 12 or 13 straight months, that's really significant. And where are we headed? And what's happening to Canadians? I saw this statistics from... Uh, Food Banks Canada. Seven million Canadians reported they went hungry at least once between March of 2020 and March of this year. You put that into perspective, that's more than one in five people in this country have gone hungry. Kirsten Beardsley is the CEO of Food Banks Canada. We've talked to Ms. Beardsley before. She's back with us on the program. She's going to be back next weekend as well because Food Banks Canada is releasing new information during the week. But, Kirsten, thank you for coming on the show. I wanted to talk to you about this this week because it is such a such a compelling issue, and it's one that people are talking about. They're experiencing it, uh, and we've heard it on the air. So let me begin with this. Are Canadians going hungry somewhere in Canada each day? Oh, there's no doubt. Um, absolutely. So, you know, when we're when we're talking, when we're food bankers, we see, we're on the front lines of this issue every single day. Um, there are, you know, too many food banks in this country, but that points to the fact that hunger exists in every single community. And what we're seeing right now is something that we haven't seen in our 41 year history in Canada. It's just the number, sheer number of people who are having to make, I think I've talked about this before, but what we call impossible choices. And it's what you're saying, people who are having to decide, am I going to pay my rent this month? Am I going to feed my kids? Um, and usually what it means is they're going to skip meals so that those those two things uh, go ahead as planned. But it's it's really tough times. Yeah. And we have those other polling numbers that were done mm-hmm. um, in, over the last number of years, which show that upwards of 50 percent of the Canadian population, sometimes slightly more, sometimes a little less, are within two hundred dollars and not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. So if you're that close to the margins and the food prices go up and inflation is going up and, and, and interest rates are going up, something's going to suffer. And um, as you say, people are faced with these impossible choices. Canada Food Banks, 23% of Canadians reported eating less than they needed to because they don't have enough money for groceries. That's huge. Yeah, it, it, it shocked us, to be quite honest. We did the poll or we commissioned the poll because we wanted to figure out what was coming up. What what could the food banks expect heading into the months ahead? And that number scared us. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, usually food insecurity is something that touches about, you know, 12% of the population. That's not okay. I mean, we don't want 12% of people having to make those kinds of choices. But but a number that's that's double that. 
um, was shocking for us. And I think we can all relate. It's just been a really tough time. Even if you've got the income coming in, you're making some decisions. And I think we can all understand that if you're, you know, if you're at that brink, you, you have to make choices that no one should have to make. And unfortunately, food is sort of a variable cost. You know, you don't, you don't get to, who was I speaking with this week who said, yeah, you don't get to move out of your house for a few days and, and reduce your costs, right? So yes. the one thing in your budget that you can sort of move up and down is food. Um, and yet it's so critical for people, you know, kids to thrive and people to be able to concentrate at work. And, you know, it's, it, I, I'm scared actually of what, what's to come for us all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. How are you doing at uh, Food Banks Canada? How are you faring? Because in March of last year, use of mm-hmm. food banks in March of 2021 was at a level not seen since the Great Recession of 2008. And here we are in a year and a half later. And we've been going through inflationary spiral food uh, everywhere. How's, how are you doing at Food Banks Canada? Well, I mean, like I, like you said in, in the intro, we'll have our new hunger count out uh, this coming week. Um, but just to give folks a sense, um, things did not level off or come down even close over the last year. So we're looking at even bigger records in food bank use, records none of us want to make. And, um, you know, I will say, I think Food Banks Canada, you know, our team's doing all right. But the food bankers themselves, I worry about, right? This, You know, they were in the in the pandemic on the front lines, keeping that food available and the shelves stocked. And, you know, to get to this point and have it only be harder, um, you know, it's, it's, we, we really need the support of everyone right now. It's not easy times. And this is our busy time of year. These are our make or break months. Um, We rely on the generosity of our neighbors to get us through these months and and stock us up for the um, for the winter months. So, uh, yeah, it's we're doing all right, but it is tough. We're relying on each other for support a lot. How can we uh, How can we help out most? I think I think folks do, and I really want to say thank you to everyone who's been able to give. Um, you know, please know that your donations are going where they need to go. Food banks are buying more food than they ever have. You've seen the costs at the grocery store. You know that. Food banks are having to pay more for that food as well. So just thank you so much. If you've got a little bit extra, we very much appreciate it. Um, And even if it, you know, I really want to stress this as well. We should all not be okay with the level of food insecurity. So if you don't have the money to give, lend your voice to the cause. Talk about food insecurity. um, Talk about it with your neighbors, with with your kids. I don't think food insecurity at this level or any level has to be part of, of Canada. And I think we we can build a movement to, to decrease it. Kirsten, food insecurity itself, um, it affects specific groups particularly. And I read some of the some of the reports from, from Food Banks Canada. Remind us who um, is most I think vulnerable to the idea, or at least the reality, not the idea, but the reality of food insecurity. Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to preface this by saying it's any one of us. As you said, you know, we don't, most, many Canadians are, are not that far off from, um, you know, being paid, or they are living paycheck to paycheck, not far off from having no savings. So just a reminder that anybody um, could be at risk. But the trends that we see, um, single adults living alone. So people who are really isolated don't have that buffer of a second income. 
and really at risk of falling into deep poverty. So once you get, of course, off of your EI and into provincial social assistance rates, it's so hard to climb yourself back out of poverty. Um, we see people, um, single parents, um, obviously, again, without that second income. We see people with disabilities. Um, I was at a conference this week and was, you know, got a real um, reality check about the costs of living with disabilities and how much more expensive it is. So not just food, but medical devices um, and all the services that, that maybe some of us think are paid for by governments and aren't. So, you know, those are some of the groups that we see coming through the doors. How many uh, food bank users turn out to be children? How many, sorry? How many uh, users of food banks, Canadian food banks, turn out to be children? Yeah, that's a that's a heartbreaking one. So a third of uh, food bank users are children in Canada. So about 33% of, of the users we see. And just for context, they represent about 20% of the overall population. So um, yeah, that one gets to me, obviously. And it's one that I hope I never become desensitized to because... This is, you know, this is the future we're building. These are kids who should be able to thrive, go to school and learn. And in the future, you know, these could be the people who, you know, bring us solutions around climate change or, you know, what are we taking from ourselves when we can't figure out how to get kids um, the food that they need? So, yeah, that's the heartbreaking one. 33% of food bank yeah, users in Canada are That is. So if people who are listening right now want to do something immediately to assist Food Banks Canada, what can they do right now? Right now, look up your local food bank. And if you're in a position, donate food, funds or time. Um, we always value uh, volunteers. They really do power the food banking system in this country. Um, there are um, you know, campaigns. If you go to foodbankscanada.ca, we've got a Starve the Hunger campaign. So simply sharing things on your social feeds about, about how um, big of an issue this is in Canada. Um, and then, you know, during elections, I know there's municipal elections um, in, in Ontario right now. But this should be an issue that we talk to politicians about. This should be on everyone's radar. And every level of government has a responsibility to play from municipal to provincial to federal government. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.